Welcome to the Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show, the premier online startup pitch contest where top climate tech and impact founders pitch VCs looking to fund world positive companies. If you're a founder looking for funding or a climate or impact investor interested in joining and investing alongside forward VCs, syndicate, and companies that move the world forward, please visit thestartuptank.com for more details and to apply. But now it's time to enter the tank. So I am Brooke Harris. I am the founder of Good Milk Co. Uh, We make alternative dairy products. And Matt, I think you, I'm going to go a little off of my presentation script here because I think you brought up a good, um, good question when we were chatting with Local Ocean and you said, you know, talking about the lab, lab grown meat products. In our world, there are plenty of lab grown dairy products also. And you said, are they doing it for quality or are they doing it to save the planet? And I think with the lab grown, you do have to choose one. And usually the quality and the taste is not quite there. We are setting out to prove that you can build a business in the food world and think about both. Think about quality and product. And in fact, we are planning to be and currently are the very best quality. And so the short version of what drives us is looking at the market. Really, I had my own health journey, but when you look at the market and look at plant-based dairy, something that's a product that people use every single day in their coffee in the morning, in their kids' cereal, in their smoothies. And the second you flip over and look at the ingredients, you'll see there's a bunch of really weird ingredients in these all dairy brands and very little actual real food. Well, that's not what customers want. Um, That's not why they're buying, buying alternative dairy products. And so we decided to build a brand that is best quality, um, best products, 100% organic, and um, really delivers what consumers are looking for. We call it the zero compromise model. So superior taste, our alternative milks and creamers taste very close to the real thing, or at least delicious enough that you don't miss the real thing. We use only 100% organic ingredients. Um, There's actual real nutrition there. So we have protein, we have healthy fats, we have vitamins in ours, really just by using real food ingredients and more of them. And then because of all these things, we have this really, um, we, we had this really beautiful accident where our products perform really well. And when I say perform, and I'm talking about alt dairy, I really mean in coffee where most adults are consuming their alternative dairy. So it mixes with coffee really well. It steams, it foams, creates this beautiful latte art. If you're a coffee drinker and an alt milk drinker, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like the options out there just aren't cutting it. And then we have this really great sustainability piece behind what we're doing, which I'm going to get into a little bit more later. Obviously we're plant-based, so we get, you know, a foot on the pedestal for that, but we think much, much beyond just being plant-based. So we're doing this by scaling um, some innovative formats of alternative milks that haven't been seen out there. Our first format that we came to market with was a frozen concentrate the end user simply adds water and they have this homemade quality, clean ingredient, alternative milk powder, or sorry, alternative milk. That's been great. You hear the word frozen, you guys already know some of the roadblocks with that. And so we took it a step further, which took some some technology, some innovation, some, some creativity and created powdered alternative milks that are clean ingredient and still do all of the things that our liquid milks do, which is steam, perform, work really well. Omnichannel is, is an important plan for the future. We want to be the biggest clean ingredient alt dairy company out there. Um, but we've had this really great opportunity to go in through specialty coffee shops first. And through them, we've, we've learned a lot. We have some really amazing partners, um, but we've learned where alt, alt dairy isn't working for them, not only in 
the performance and taste of it, but in, in the formats, the logistics, the operations, um, really what the issues are. And I'm, I'm gonna get to that a little bit more in a second when I show you the newest product that we're, we're launching for that channel. Um, but to really, when you, you, know, you wanna talk about impacting climate, tech is incredibly important. You can't not talk about food and you can't not talk about how a, a food brand can make consumers feel and really make them act on something. And we've done that. We have a story, a mission, a brand, um, you know, a purpose that really, really resonates with consumers. I'm going to hop off of this for a minute. We can get into the sustainability of all of our other things. The fact that we use, you know, hemp seeds, we use dry farmed almonds, everything's organic. We have really sustainable packaging with our frozen format, but I want to show you guys the newest product that um, we are launching literally in three weeks. We have it with some test partners right now. 10 seconds. Um, first of their kind, barista milk powders. And the sustainability piece of this is incredibly exciting because we are going to eliminate Tetra Pak waste um, from the, the cafe scene. Some of our partners will, will literally eliminate hundreds of thousands of Tetra Paks from being used a year. Time is up. As a quick question, what exactly is a Tetra Pak? Yeah, great question. So <laughs> Tetra Pak is a carton. Any freaking carton you see out there pretty much that is um, has a shelf-stable product in it, it Tetra is, is, is the company that makes them. Um, so these cartons are... Um, they're made, they're made with layered materials, um, and a lot of the materials are recycled, allegedly, but the actual Tetra itself, because of the way it's made, cannot be recycled. Definitely here, I'm in the US, I'm in Los Angeles, and um, I did a trip to our local um, recycling facility to, to actually learn about it, and they, the only way that they can recycle them is by selling them back to China. So just not sustained. And that doesn't really happen often. So really not sustainable at all. And each of the ones that coffee shops are using only make four drinks or less. So coffee shops are going through massive amounts of these cartons every single day and causing a huge amount of waste. Interesting. Well, thank, thank you for sharing and getting part of our coffee kick going. I want to yeah. kick it off to the other investors now, panelists, who wants to jump in and, and ask Brooke something first? I'll start. Thanks so much for your presentation, Brooke. As someone who drinks a lot of almond milk, I'm very excited about your product. And as someone who looks at the labels and is appalled by all the ingredients on the list, um, I'm curious what the shelf life of your product is. So if I were to go make almond milk, I have to consume it pretty quickly. Um, yeah. I think like a lot of those added ingredients are preservatives. So can you talk a little bit about um, the shelf life of your product? Yeah, so that's where the innovation comes in in our formats. We had to create different formats in order to extend that shelf life. So frozen is the oldest, you know, preservation method known known to man. Frozen um, was our first method. That product has will last several years in in your freezer. Once it's thawed, it has five to seven days, just like any other alt milk that you open. The powder we're really excited about um, because the you know the short answer is eternity it's we basically have just extracted water so it has below a 0.02 percent water activity um so it, it will last a very long time and um maybe where do you stand you know in, in your company life cycle like is it now like product is done and like the whole focus is sales 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 um and maybe also to put this into perspective of the round um that you're yeah. raising and the funds um that yeah, you we're raising, thanks for the question, we're raising our seed round. We have, it's a $3 million round and we've closed um, closed and funded 2 million of the three. We um, have been, we had launched first that frozen format into the, into the cafe space. And so um, 
we did like a little around one and a half million last year in that with that frozen we'll do two two this year with just the frozen and then we're literally three weeks away from launching the powders in that cafe space we have tested powders um d to c just to see how people would react to them and that's been well and so there's a there's a small um amount of revenue that comes from online sales as well Awesome, but now the focus is on like growing your sales team across the US. Yeah, and yeah. so you can, you can imagine an R&D, the, the R&D process just to make, to make this powder, this version of the powder had to be the key, the two keys are it had to be easily dissolvable. So the way our users will use it is they'll scoop it out of the bag into a reusable um, bottle, take it over to the sink, fill it up with water and give it a shake. And so big hurdle to get it dissolvable in that way with any temperature water and really easily. And then um, the performance piece that had to steam and texturize and mix in really well with coffee. So those were our two hurdles. It took us about three years to, to create a product that um, that worked that way. I had We've been doing a ton of testing behind the scenes. We brought panels in, we brought baristas in. Last Thursday, I had my first sales meeting with a really big account with it live in person. and. I sat in my car after and cried because it went so well, <laughs> like everything that we wanted it to do and prove it did. And it was really cool to see these like big names in the coffee industry validating it. So it's now we're just off to the races on sales. Awesome. What does that off to the races on sales strategy look like? Yeah, thanks for asking that. We're really lucky that because we've been in this this category for a few years. So we've gotten to know a lot of the big players in coffee and, and become really friendly with them. And the biggest obstacle we kept coming across was the frozen fat form factor is an issue. You know, there's people it works for, but these bigger partners, a lot of them, it won't work because of volume and logistics. And so we have we have the contacts for pretty much all of the partners that we want. And now it's just reaching out to them and showing them this product. And how quickly do you think you can scale? Yeah, very quickly. So we'll, we're launching what we're calling internally um, our, our, our pilot launch, which will be six months. Um, and that will be with we're ten, 10 partners that will range from 25 to 50 doors. So coffee shop locations. Um, and then early next year, we'll, we'll, we'll open it up. The plan is to build a waiting list through this six month pilot and then open it up to, um, to other partners. And the cool thing about this is we can use distributors or we can ship direct. So it can be a national um, product very quickly. And then obviously eventually global very easily because we're not having to ship water or deal with shelf life. I have a question for, for, for like high frequency coffee shops. Um, how is the process in putting the milk uh, together? Uh, being a barista in the past, <laughs> there's always like, okay, the next Tetra Park, open it, shoving it, pushing it through. Um, would, is that a little bit of a bottleneck? Uh, how do you deal? So, so as a barista, you know the pain of making plant-based lattes and how they like don't ever turn out the way you want them to. They don't taste the way you want them to. This we hear from baristas all the time, the taste and performance of this, they're like, no, no, this is dairy. Like they're very confused. And so that's a really important thing to understand that the outcome is so much better. And yes, it does take a few more seconds. The idea is that you'd have, you know, like you prep, most cafes prep their cold brew or they prep their matcha or their chai for the day, you'd prep your milk. So you'd have some prepped and ready to go for the day. The important thing is if you run out, you can make it within, you know, 20 seconds. Um, in case you run out but the idea would be to prep in advance and does the consistency stay the same or do i have to shake it always if it's still stood there for quite some time or 
you yes it will stay for hours but you should you should always shake alternative milk right. as a bird <laughs> that's that's one of the rules one of the barista rules you pick up the bottle and you shake it so it'll in that sense shelf life once made the operation it'll work very much like the the boxed um shelf stable alt milks that they're used to and sorry if this is mentioned but what's the pricing compared to the almond milk and alternative milks that we see today that's the really exciting about going through this channel because of we're using so much less packaging, even though the product's organic and way better quality, we're able to be really price competitive um, in that channel. And, and this channel allows us to build, build large volumes. So we're able to get even more price competitive over time as we have buying power. In terms of selling power, DDC food is very, very challenging. DDC in general is very challenging. And dif your differentiation is going to have to come down to pretty much trade secrets and execution on the marketing. How do you see this in terms of growing and scaling to become something that is venture scale? And how do investors get their money back? Yeah. So through that B2B channel, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Oatly, um, the, the oatmeal company, they're a global company. When they go into a new region or a new country, they always go through cafes. They go through specialty cafes. There's this, there's one, there's huge financial opportunity there. These, these cafes go through 50 to hundred gallons a week and you bill them. They pay you in 30 days. There's no ad spend. There's no marketing spend. It's, you know, very, very little human capital that it takes. Um, so we're able to scale that channel pretty, pretty, to a pretty beautiful number and, and be pretty aggressive in that channel because there's also very few competitors. D2C is a little bit more of a brand play and a testing grounds for us right now. It will become important in the future as will grocery, but we can take this in the next two years, we can take this to a 20 plus million dollar brand just in that B2B channel. We have opportunity with cafes and then we also have opportunity with, um, if you've heard of like super automatic or semi-automatic equipment where you walk up, you push the button and a latte comes out. Um, and so there's no alternative milk powders that work for those machines right now. Um, and we've been testing with a very large company and, and ours works. So we're, we're looking at a contractor too in that space as well. A la Nespresso? Say that again? A la Nespresso and little capsules? That's that's definitely an option. So these are literally the equipment. So if, if you go into like a Pete's Coffee or sorry, I don't know many of the global brands, but if you go into an airline lounge, and you want a latte, there's not a barista there making it for you, right? The, this company puts their equipment there. The, the person working in the lounge dumps the bag of alt milk <laughs> into the container once a day. And all you know is you go up and you're getting a tasty latte or cappuccino. Very cool. Very cool. Does anyone else have other questions for Brooke? Moritz, Laura, Daniel, anything else you want to add? Maybe, maybe just uh, towards competition. I mean, there are a lot of brands out there. Yours seems very convincing. Your pitch, I believe there's definitely a high chance. But nevertheless, I mean, a cafe like Oatly and all the others, they all target the same customers at the end. What is your unique selling proposition in, in the end? Is it the price point? Or is it more the impact that, of course, also play a big role in these kind of selling negotiations? Yeah, I think it's it's a few things. You know, I'm I'm kind of the person that wants their cake and wants to eat it too. And we've built that into the business for better or worse. We are it's quality. Um, you know, like I said, we're organic and really clean ingredient. It's taste, it's that performance piece. So you'll you'll can walk into a grocery store and see 20 different alternative milk brands. When you go to a cafe, there's really only three or four options that cafes are are even able to speak with because those other brands don't have the option to play in that cafe space. So the go-to-market strategy, I think there's potential for a huge win there. And we're talk when we're talking about 
consumers, I think the brand, the brand story, if you look at our branding, if you have a second to go on Instagram and look at our branding, I think it's very different than, um, and, and much more relatable than any of the other alternative milk brands out there. Um, and then the sustainability piece, it's something we're very passionate and excited about. And we're starting to see the consumer and definitely our coffee shop partners, um, that being their, their number one or two priority. Thanks for tuning in to another segment of the Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show presented by Forward VC. I'm your host, Matt Ward, serial founder, climate investor, and partner at Forward VC's Angel Syndicate, investing in companies that move the world forward. To learn more about me, download my free growth and fundraising guides, or to get help scaling your company, please visit mattward.io. If you're interested in pitching on a future segment of the Startup Tank, please visit thestartuptank.com. And if you're a credit investor interested in investing alongside us in top climate and impact companies that move the world forward, please visit forward.vc for more details and to apply.